Hello, everybody, and welcome to Forts Comic News, episode 322.1. I'm your host today, Chris. So we got another interview for you today. Um, I want to preface it, this interview right at the top so everybody knows. This is a little out of the ordinary for this show, for us, but I felt like I had to do this interview. I felt like... I wanted to get behind what happened and where the person involved was coming from and some of the motivations behind what happened. Now, some of you are asking, what am I talking about? Because I haven't mentioned any names. Well, you clicked on the episode, so you must know that Tyler Carpenter is the guest for the show today. And uh, Tyler was involved with a bit of a controversy around the hashtag comics broke me uh because of this tyler lost his publishing deal was harassed online and all types of bad things happened and this also happened to affect friend of the show friend of me personally travis gibb who also got harassed due to controversy so not only did it feel personal and that it hit somebody close to me, but I just, I didn't like what I was seeing out there. I didn't like the negativity on, on Twitter. I didn't like some of the things I was seeing people saying like, uh, you know, go kill yourself or, you know, I hope your arm falls off and just all types of things that I was just made me very uncomfortable uh, as a person in this space and just as a person in general uh i hope that this interview sheds some light on where tyler's coming from and what he was thinking and feeling throughout these moments i said it to tyler both privately and on the show uh, during the interview but I have some friends in this debacle, people I'm friendly with that did some things I don't agree with too, uh, towards him. And I don't look down on them in any way for what was said because none of them were the ones saying the truly heinous things. Some of them just felt like he went too far and were pushing against him. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's my spot here. I also want to just throw out there that another thing that we don't do in the show at all, if, you know, not a lot at least. So if you want to tap out, I understand, but conversation gets political. There was no way around it. Uh, I felt like it was a part of the story. I felt like it was part of the conversation. And to shy away from it would just be not honest. Uh I felt like this was one of the more truly honest, true Chris moments you'll see. Uh, so we'll see how you all enjoy it. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you get something from it. And I hope you agree with me in that it was a worthwhile conversation. I'll also say that 
I told Tyler ahead of the interview, I wanted to sit down and talk. I want to discuss what happened. And I wanted to kind of hear from him more how he felt throughout it. And that there was not going to be a gotcha moment. Uh, I wasn't going to try to fight him on every little detail. Um, and that it was just going to be a fair conversation between two people. And I think we accomplished that. I hope we accomplished that. So if you feel like I didn't push back enough or if I was too agree, um, agreeing with them too much or something like that. I mean, that was just, that was what we I was going for with this interview was to just get more of a feel where he's coming from. So, and I'm, and I'll just be honest with you, uh, the people out there listening, the, the, the people that support me, I kind of agree with them on a lot of stuff. So there wasn't a whole lot of pushback for me because I didn't naturally have a pushback to give. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's where this interview came from. That's where my mind was at leading up to it during it. And now post the interview. I hope y'all I've said this three times already, but I hope y'all enjoy it. I hope y'all get something from it. And I hope that we can get something positive out of this. It's uh, definitely reminded me to say to everybody more that when you're online and you're saying things and you're, you're going after people you disagree with, just remember to be better, be better than the people at the bottom that are doing shitty things. Be better to the person next to you or the person you're talking to. I truly think that this entire thing could have been avoided if we all just took to heart to do better. There could have been a very meaningful conversation online with Tyler and with others who share the same view of Tyler with Tyler, as we discussed in the interview as well, that weren't attacked in this way. And those who opposed the opinion that was expressed. So, we don't really talk much about his current project and the interview, but if you want to check it out, Super Plumber Sisters issue one is in the show notes, as well as his YouTube channel, Draw and Talk, link in the show notes. You can check him out. So if you enjoyed this interview and you think he sounds like someone interesting, go check those things out. Uh, Tyler's a talented dude who makes some cool comics and... I think the proof is in the pudding there. So go check those out. If you want to follow me, uh, best place to do it is Twitter, unfortunately. But uh, most social medias, I'm at Fortress Chris. The show is at Fortress Comics underscore. The website is FortressComicNews.com. And if you want to support the show, remember, five-star reviews on Podcatchers. Like, subscribe, share, comment down below on the YouTube. And uh, if you want to be that awesome, super special listener, Patreon at patreon.com slash Fortress Comics. So enough of me rambling. This is a longer intro than I normally do for these. But I wanted to give everybody the rundown of what's going to happen here the rest of this episode. So they have a chance to bail if you do not want to be a part of it. But I hope you are. And I hope you enjoy it.
and I'll see you all next time. All right, everybody. I've got another very special guest for you all. I want everyone to welcome to the show, Tyler Carpenter. Welcome, Tyler. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, Tyler, you've been working in indie comics for a while now, doing a bunch of stuff, uh, including The Girl with the Mega Fists and uh, working with my buddy Travis on uh, Coins of Judas. And now you've got a book. (laughs) Yes, it was. We'll get into that. Uh, And now you're... um, your publishing line has got Super Plumber Sisters on Kickstarter, which is doing really well. Thanks. So we'll definitely get into that book and talk about that. But, I mean, I brought you here for a reason. We talked about a little bit online. Yeah. And uh, we said we were going to go into this whole situation that happened with you getting Let's do it. canceled. Let's do, Let's do it. I actually, I hate, I never listen to those those shows where it's just straight promo. They get so boring. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't, we don't even have to plug it. Like that was a good enough plug right there to say that it's on Kickstarter and like, let's just get into this, man. All right, man. Everybody go check out that, that Kickstarter. Yeah, I'll have the just, link in the show. Let's notes. not interrupt this show. With <laughs> unnecessary promo. You guys know where to find it. Let's, let's get into the nitty gritty. So I guess a great way to start this is a, a quick background. Uh, so uh as we're recording this last week, a hashtag broke out uh, surrounding the death of Ian McKinney, uh, who was, for all intents and purposes, a good dude. It was hashtag comics broke me. And it was a lot of, and tell me if I'm being fair on this uh, evaluation of it. It was a lot of uh, pros, amateurs, people across the comics industry talking about how comics either the comics business is not fair or they were getting bad pay rates and some of them were not getting paid at all. Things of this nature. Would that be a fair? Yeah. yeah. Whenever someone asks me like what that hashtag was, I say the hashtag comics broke me has four stages. Mm -hmm. The first stage was hashtag comics broke me. Our friend Ian passed away. He was a really hard worker. And the, the story is that he worked himself to death. Yeah. Um, the second stage of, of hashtag comics broke me is, hey, there's a lot of publishers who don't pay on time because apparently they owed Ian money. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently a company owed Ian money. So like that's kind of how the talk of publishers came in. Then the third, um, the third level, the third stage of hashtag comics broke me was, hey, I have a, like everyone saying, hey, I have a story about yeah. how comics broke me. And that's kind of where I first saw it. That's when it really blew up is when everyone started talking about their own personal stories. And then the fourth stage of hashtag comics broke me was hashtag comics broke me. You should go check out my comic. And then it just became promotion. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and it just became like a hashtag comics broke me. Go check out my Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So I saw it in the third stage where people were like, I worked at Marvel to draw spider-man they said they'd only pay me like 30 bucks a page i took it it drove me to poverty blah blah blah. that's yeah. that those were the the tweets i saw and then over time as i like was getting into the hashtag then you i learned about oh ian and his passing and whatnot but a lot of the a lot of them were just uh like woe is me yeah and that's the third stage is where i jumped in as well where mm-hmm. i started to see things and all that that's where it went i mean that's where yeah. it went big viral and I, I don't really, I, I post on Twitter, I, I, I interact on Twitter, but I don't live on Twitter, so I kind of caught it after the fact. I even mm-hmm. caught your situation after the fact. But So let's, I think a great way to start this is to just jump into the tweet yeah. that's now infamous. 
So if you don't mind, I'm going to read it verbatim. Do it. Read, read it. <laughs> so uh, Tyler tweeted on uh, June 11th at 10.19 a.m. <laughs> Honestly, this hashtag comics broke me thread tells me that most creatives are terrible at one business two making financial decisions three and self-education reading these posts are sad but don't act like there was a gun to your head to say yes to a 25 dollar page rate it's 2023 do your own thing do you regret any of that tweet no no because this the second tweet which doesn't really get the the second tweet which never really gets mentioned is the is the how to avoid this pain how mm-hmm. how can you avoid this pain learn business look learn marketing here are two books that will that will really help you uh to do this to build an audience learn that you need to make content for an audience your comic is not a content it's not product then i ended it with hey if you feel like you're getting screwed over um send me a dm because you know, I'm a creator. I've been doing any comics for 10 years. I've signed my fair share of really bad deals. Um, and I even said in my live stream, like with coins of Judas, we'll talk about that. I drew the entire third issue without signing a contract. Like that was such an idiotic mistake of mine. And then they canceled me and then they cut me off from the book and they're like, well, we don't have to pay you. And I'm like, that's fair. I'm like, I'm, I can't get angry at that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I made a really poor decision poor business decision so i told people like hey like you can uh um hit me up and i can tell you i can help you like navigate if you're getting screwed also my day job for the last five years before i left two weeks ago was i worked in the publishing industry my job was marketing was signing authors and then marketing their books and then selling them and i took the company of this publishing company from ten thousand dollars a year in revenue to five million um just me and one other guy and so like I understand the facets of publishing and signing authors and contracts and marketing and sales, and I've brought that into my own creator stuff. Um, so do I regret that tweet? No, I don't. I, I'm wishing <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll tell you this. I just tweeted it. Like if 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 anyone who's familiar with me on Twitter, that's like such a vanilla post for me. I do that. Yeah. I like I do a post like that like every week typically. Like just this time I used a hashtag that was, that was popular that brought in the attention. Um, and so like typically a, a, a tweet like that can get anywhere from five to 10,000 views. Well, I used a hashtag and it got over a hundred thousand <laughs> views <laughs> and I pissed off the wrong people. So do I regret it? Um, no, I don't, I don't regret it. I mean, so you say that you pissed off the wrong people and I'll say at face value, like I don't disagree with your tweet either. Uh, I think I've talked to a lot of comic creators over the years and dealt with a lot of behind the scenes over the years. And I I see it like a lot of comic creators, rightfully so, want to create comics. Like Mm -hmm. That's what they're here to do. And I can understand why they they didn't want to get into this other thing, but the unfortunate reality of the world is they have to. Yes. So why do you think this blew up and people were so mad about it? Well, there's two reasons. One, I put one, I pointed a mirror in front of them mm-hmm. and I basically said, Hey, this is your fault. No one really likes it when they're told something's their fault. Um, And so I basically said, like, a lot of the decisions that you guys are making are your fault. Like, for example, 
How heated am I allowed to get here, Chris? Oh, curse all you want, say whatever okay, you want. Well, I'm just like you're, you're free. I look at someone like Mags Visaggio who does work for like DC and stuff, and like she, I don't know what her pronouns are. I'm just gonna go with they to stay safe. Um, they are like working in comics full time, and yet I think they're on their seventh indie like GoFundMe in the last like year. So it's like. You need to like to me. I'm like make better financial decisions so you don't have to like be doing GoFundmes f- to like pay your rent every month. Like maybe you need to get a better job. Like for me, my my the reason why I left my publishing job is because for the last six months, um, I lost like twenty percent of my pay. I've been eating up my savings with my family, and I was like, gosh, I need to find a new job. I I I applied to Burger King and McDonald's like three weeks ago. Like I had interviews set for McDonald's and Burger King. And then luckily this company that I called, I was like, yo, you really want me. You're going to really want me. They like interviewed me and they said yes. And like, really they shouldn't have. Cause I really bullshit my whole way through. And it's been a hard <laughs> two weeks working there. But uh, no, like, but like, like I realized like I need to be in charge of my financial situation. And so I think one, I put a mirror in front of them. And two, the reason why they got mad is because of what I'm going to call their moral hypocrisy. Because a lot of the people, did you know who Ian was, Chris? I had talked to Ian once behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew one of his cl- collaborators who was on the show years ago when he was doing Rocco's Modern Life. Okay. Um, I'm not like close to him or anything. But I you've just, been I around the block so that you would know him like or know of him. Yes. I would say 90% of the pe- of people don't didn't know who he was. Like, like who, like, like, didn't, like, I, I've been on two or three other shows of people who had me on to talk about the situation. And I always ask, did you know the person? They always say no. And, um, I didn't know this person. Um, I didn't know this person. So a lot of people were trying to make this moral high ground of saying like, you made his death about you. Like that, 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 like, you know, I try to, I use the opportunity to put down the community. In fact, someone wrote, his name's Anthony. Antoinito on Twitter, he says, you can't, he's just talking about me. He says, you can't expect empathy when you have none yourself. I have tons of empathy. Um, but he says, someone died and you're making it about you. Gross. So he's saying, you're making this hashtag about you. But I could do the same, I could say the same thing about every, I could say the same thing about every pro and every c- creator who was on that stage, that stage three of the hashtag. They just said, they just didn't say something as mirroring. So you have Nadia Summers, who does regular work on Marvel. She does a t- a ten th- uh, tweet thread about how about her arthritis. That's comics broke me. No mention of 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 Ian, yeah, at all. So I could say someone died and Nadia made it about herself. I could do Camilla Zhang, who is the Kickstarter head of comics and worked with Scott Snyder. Her story is the same thing. Comics broke me. I had a hard time. Misogyny, feminist. I could say someone died and Camilla made it about herself. Someone died. Heather Antos made it about herself. Someone died. Scott Snyder made it about himself. Neil Gaiman made it about himself. I could say, I could pinpoint it to every creator, big and small and put them in that same little thing the only difference is that is that my tweet everyone else was like let's give hugs and empathy and mine provide was like this there is a problem that we're all talking about but none of you guys are talking about the solutions and here's the solution and no one liked that yeah and 
and that also kind of brings me this is jumping ahead a little bit but good. that makes me think a little bit about the gail simone tweet as well which was almost identical to yours i think maybe she said it nicer uh, yeah a tad more empathetic a tad nicer maybe i mean yes. I don't, whatever word you want to use but like she was saying the same things and got mm-hmm. praised for it <laughs> yeah i mean have you have you heard have you have you seen the show um um true detective no dang it well there's this uh no. there the one of the main characters name is rust cole he's played by matthew mcconaughey his partner goes up to him and is just like you need to change you need to be this and he's like i have spent a lifetime becoming the person that i am and i'm not going to change it just because of you Mm -hmm. um he says it a lot cooler than what i just said (laughs) but uh but basically like yeah like i like when when i told my wife about this she was like oh my god i was like hey i just lost my publishing thing with band of bards and she's like oh my gosh what did you say and I told her and she goes, Oh, that's it. And I was like, yeah, that's like, that's a Tuesday for me. Like that's how I, I, t- I talk. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, I'm, I've never been accepted in the creator community, like creative community, like even the ones here in my local, like they don't accept me. Like I don't get invited to any of the meetups or the cons. Um, I know them all by name. They all know me by name but they never invite me. And it's because I think different than I think differently than them. I act differently than them. I mean, I got a scholar, I got a full time ride scholarship for art and it pissed them off because I was just drawing cartoons for the newspaper and they were all in fine art and whatnot. And you know, they, they didn't get scholarships and, and whatnot. And so it's just, I've never been accepted in the creator community and maybe it's because of my communication. Cause you're right. Gail Simone said the same thing, but she said it in like a kinder, more like, you know, it, it sucks that we have to do marketing, but that's just the way it is. And let's hug each other. And I was like, if you don't do marketing, you're going to suck. So, and yeah, I, I, I can, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. And that that's how I felt. Uh, and listening to people, behind the scenes or you know in private channels and everything talk about it i felt like one of the things too that was really weird about how people were talking about it and i think it's just i don't mean this in a dirty way i mean it in a literal way like it's ignorance uh i saw people getting really mad that you were kind of punching back at some of the people like quote tweeting you or you know commenting or saying some of these nasty things about you and Hey, I don't know if that, I don't know you that well. We're we just meeting here today, but I don't know if that's your personality or not. But I also was thinking to myself, like in the moment, like the dude's getting attacked, whether it's rightful or correct or wrong or whatever it is, just like he's on, he's against the wall. Of course, he's going to swing back a few. Yeah. Did did any of that, like, do you regret any of that? Or was there anything in that moment where you're like, fuck, I wish I didn't say that or no, because I always say this, I've been saying this to everyone go back in that thread and find any of my responses. Good luck finding two tweets where I was rude, disres- rude, called someone a name, um, called for violence on them. Like you won't find, you can't find two tweets. 
I say tweet. I say two because I know there's one tweet where I said, shut the fuck up and you and your receding hairline, motherfucker. Like, I know I said that. I know I said that to one person because and they deleted their tweet because their tweet was like, no one should listen, should take business from you because you can't sell comics. And they screenshotted an old Indiegogo I did with 37 backers. And I was like, and then it got the attention of like a Marvel pro. Which like and and they're like Tyler like calm down like it's okay to not be able to sell books and I was like listen motherfucker here's the screenshots of my last three Kickstarters each of them did like twelve k and up so it's it's not it's not thirty seven backers I'm now in, I just got done packing five hundred books last night and so I like did that got angry so I think that's the only tweet where I was super I, I would say I was vile but like I mean. People were calling me a Nazi. People were calling me a racist. Like those are really defamatory things. People, you know, someone said, I hope someone, they, I got called a dick all day. Someone said, I hope you get your hand chopped off. Um, you know, so it's like, yeah, if I'm, I'm in, I'm, I was getting that all day for 48 hours, those kind of comments. And so it's like, if anything, like the fact that I didn't go off even more, than I did because I was very polite to most of these people. Um, like I, I should have, I should have been way worse. I mean, yeah, they, the people who dug up my old Facebook posts, like I had private my Facebook. I mean, my family's on there. I don't need people. These, I don't need these weirdos finding old posts from like eight to 10 years ago. Um, yeah. So I don't regret, I don't regret my behavior except for calling someone like a ugly motherfucker for their receding hairline. I'm looking at you, Henry, if you're listening to this, because I remember your name. But, um, but, uh, everything else I like, I handled really well in terms of like what I tweeted, uh, back at these people. Yeah. I, I was personally, I was a little confused on that. Cause I, I didn't think you were terrible. I thought you were, you were punching back, but you were punching back strategically. That's yeah. A- I mean, if someone's going to be rude at you, like, I hope you get your hand cut off. I, I need no to look like a that. I need to look like a professional. So if I say, well, I hope you get Sean the head, like I look just as bad as that person, if not worse. And so if anything, you just go, that's not very nice. Or you just go, I, I, I wrote which hand left or right. Um, like hopefully they say left cause my drawing hands the right, but um, yeah. Like I, and, and, and the, what, what you said though is very true. Like, I've I saw some people saw, sent me some of the screenshots of the you know the back channels these DM groups that I'm not in but they're talking about me, and the common consensus was I agree with what he said, I don't agree with though how he said it and I don't like that he doubled down and didn't apologize, and and that was a big thing and that's the same that's what the publisher said to me that's what Band of Bards said to me is they said we we agree with what you said, but we don't like that you didn't that you were doubling down. And that you didn't um, apologize. And I'm like, why do I need to apologize for this? This is so vanilla. I didn't say anything racist, homophobic, like none of that. It was just, hey, get better at business. Um, Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned like people are digging up old tweets and Facebook posts and everything. Um, One of them was... I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. But okay. One of them was that you were a Trump supporter at one point or still are. I don't know. doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> that came up. And do you think that like 
maybe that took it to the next level or that maybe had anything to do with future, like what happened afterwards or how, how did that make you feel? Um, at first it made me, it made me angry because if you're going to, I like, I don't even know how I, 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 I would have, I don't even know how I'd find that Facebook post. It was from like, it was from like eight years ago. So the fact that someone combed through my personal Facebook, combed through all my family photos, the pictures of my, my sons getting born, my marriage, my dating life, just to find a tweet where, and I was working at the newspaper at the time. Um, like I was paid every single day to draw cartoons of Trump. That was my, my job. Um, and so like, yeah, to, it, it made me angry that someone was would be so miserable with their life that they have to come through my personal Facebook um, to find those tweets. And what's crazy as well is if you like read the tweet, it's not like I say anything bad in there. It says, hey, guys, I listened to Hillary and I listened to her viewpoints. I don't agree with it. I listened to this candidate. I just wasn't okay with it. I listened to this and I went. But after doing my research, I feel like, you know, this is the candidate that I want to vote for. And this is the American way. And everyone should be able to vote for who they want. Um, that's like, that's what, it's, that's what it said. I, which is, I, which I think is a very level headed thing to say. Um, what I didn't like as well is they used it to paint me. Like if you vote for Trump, you are automatically a Nazi. If you, and, and that kind of stuff goes to show how mentally ill so many of these people are because they have, they lack critical thinking skills and you know, they lack empathy and understanding. Like if you, if you like Trump or if you voted Republican or if you're conservative or or Christian, you're, you're already a neo-Nazi right wing, blah, blah. And it's like, if that's like, you can't argue with those people at that point, like they've made up their mind. And so, but to be called a Nazi is um i mean that's very damaging to someone's career to the someone's to reputation um and it, it's very disgusting honestly it's very disgusting um to be called that and a race and a racist um whether i am or not i'm not but it's very disgusting to be called that especially someone who is chinese i yeah i um Luckily, never in public, although maybe I'm opening a door right now. But uh, <laughs> I have in private been called all those things, and they're, they're, they're fucking hurtful, man. It's gross. Like, yeah. I mean, it's one thing when it's some rando on the internet. I'm sure that still hurts. But like when it's people you know that know you, god damn, man, it, it gets right down to your soul. Like, yeah. I, I didn't recover for that for a while, and it, it sucked. Um, especially somebody who, I mean, I, I grew up in, I mean, I live in New York, like not in the city, but in the state and, my, and like my brother's gay, my best friend's black. Like I know people all across the spectrum and, and never had an issue with anybody. And to be called that, like just, oh, it burned me so bad. So I can only imagine um, you were getting it 10 times. I got it like once or twice in private. <laughs> and, and I'm getting it from people that like. I know people I've talked with people I've shared like a space with um, like, like I had Blake buzz calling me a Nazi and a racist. And then I had Chris, the, the, the co-founder of band of bards agreeing with him and I'm blocked by all of these people. So I can't even defend myself. I just have to watch from the sidelines as people 
degrade my character and they don't even give me a chance to defend myself. Um, and that's why I think what I hated the most is someone can go, he's a Nazi. And then that's just that. Now I'm a Nazi. I'm a Nazi forever to these people with no, with no opportunity to defend myself um, and whatnot. And, and I mean, to these people, I don't really care. I don't, they're not my focus. Um, to me, they're all nothing burgers, uh, but it's still, it's still disgusting to, uh, to, to, to experience that. Yeah. And I mean, to go along with that, another uh, bad word you were called and I've heard adjacent and just flat out that your comics gate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you, you have any comment on that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, once again, these people are mentally ill and they're, they lack critical thinking skills. And so, yeah, Ethan Van Skyver retweeted my tweet. They said, he, he said, yep. looking into this. Um, and that, that immediately paints me as Comicscape because Ethan Van Skyver, you know, the tweet gets so big. Of course, people with YouTube channels are going to want to talk about it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Ethan goes in and people go, oh, he must be Comicscape because Ethan retweeted it. Ethan hates me. Ethan like will wake up one day and pick my name out of a hat and go, it's, it's Tyler's day. Let's attack Tyler all day. Like I woke up one day with like a hundred notifications on my phone and it was all stuff about the growth of Megafist. And I'm like, yes, finally, like been working real hard for this. And Ethan posted, he goes, look at this shit art done by Tyler. His book is called the growth of Megafist. And then it was all people like, yeah, fuck the growth of Megafist. Like she sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted to wake up to. Um, even no. on his stream, he goes, "Hey guys, did you guys see that uh, this uh, Tyler guy? He he got he uh, he he got canceled by his publisher, and they they're like, yeah, yeah. He goes, he's not even talented enough to get a publisher, so like I don't even know how he did that. And then he just and then he goes, well, let's just move on. Like this guy doesn't like me. Comicsgate doesn't like me. Like they're higher ups. Like there's little people in Comicsgate who are like, I'm Comicsgate, but you're like." You know, they're just creators trying to do whatever. But if you're looking at like the overarching hierarchy of Comicsgate, all hate me. I'm best friends with one. Of, I'm best friends with one of the people they absolutely hate, and that's how I get lumped into it. Because they go denounce this person. I go no, they're my bet. Like if they're, they're like a really good friend, they go oh, well, fuck you. So yeah, to say I'm comic and and that's the thing. Like in in like indie comics, to be labeled a Nazi, to be labeled a racist, like you can maybe like pivot through those. To be labeled Comicsgate in the indie comic sphere, like that's the A, like that's that's the A, and you know it's it's like okay, like where's the proof? And they never can show proof. Um, they can never show proof um, of it. But yeah, it's, it, that also hurts. Because and, and then here's the thing: I know Comicsgate well enough to know that if I go, I'm not Comicsgate. They will then the Comicsgate people will be coming on this end attacking me, and so now I'm. Now I'm fighting uh you're Comicsgate. No, I'm not Comicsgate. And then, well, why aren't you Comicsgate? What's so bad about us? And now I'm fighting two I'm fighting two wars and um I'm, this is a horrible analogy for the story, but I'm like, look at Hitler when he tried to fight on both sides, Russia and Europe. It's like the worst yeah, you example. Picked the wrong person to compare the to wrong person. <laughs> but he lost, and so yeah, it's a losing it's a losing battle. <laughs> It needs to be a, there needs to be a better person who made that kind of mistake. <laughs> we'll do some research and uh, get yeah. it in post. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, so like all this kind of bubbled over and um, I don't know if it happened to any of your other um, 
collaborators, but obviously people the show know that I'm good friends with Travis Gibb and I I talk with him all the time and we have him on the show here and there. And I know he got a ton of heat from it too. Yeah. I mean, so weird that there there just wasn't enough hate for you. They had to spill it over to others. I mean, (laughs) yeah. What's what's I mean, his hate was uh, his hate was like a little different. His hate was like, how come you are with this guy? How yeah. come, like, why are you friends with this guy? Why did you do a book with this guy? But a lot of it was like, as well was like, like we were getting attacked by other band of bards creators and he was getting attacked by those people. Like, why are you okay with Tyler? And like, like I always told everyone, like, like everyone was like saying like, Hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? I, my goal in life was to net was never to work for DC or Marvel. Like I have no aspirations for that. Um, Travis does. And these are his peers, <laughs> these, mm-hmm. these mentally ill people, these are his peers. And so like, I told Travis even before the whole, be- like when the tweet got like 10,000 hits and people started getting a little angry, I sent, I texted Travis. I said, Hey, I love you, Travis. You're one of my good friends. For some reason, this tweets hit 10,000. <laughs> People are starting to get mad. If you need to drop me as a friend, know that I'm giving you permission to, because I know it's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt me. Because I mean, the moment Bannabard said your, your book is canceled, I'm like, well, there's my content for the next three weeks. Like, like there's like there, like there's my content for the next three weeks for, and it it just like pushes me more into the Indies, into the independence sphere. And and with Travis, it's, it's like, he wasn't getting called all of those things. If if he was, I I hope he wasn't his is different. His is an attack on his potential career aspirations. Um, And he's got to save face with these people. I mean, what you what we what we know about in, in comics is that if someone doesn't want to work with you, you're not going to work for Marvel. If a writer who's writing Spider Man goes, yo, you don't sees you on Twitter and goes, I don't like you, then you you don't have a chance. You don't have a a a, a chance. Um, and so for Travis, it, it was I mean I told Travis every single day I was like, dude, do what you need to do to like separate yourself away from me. And Travis, being a stubborn friend, was like, dude, I'm ride or die. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, Travis, but I'm going to be a better friend and cut you off. Because when we did get that phone call about Band of Bards, um, they canceled the book. They said we were just going to cancel the book. And I called Travis and I was like, hey, I know you." Uh, he's like, yo, I need the publishing credits, Tyler. And I was like, I'll give you the ownership. I'll give you my ownership of this book. And then you can. And then if Band of Bards will allow you to keep doing it, keep doing it with Band of Bards. Just I'll be off of it. And I'll separate myself from you. And uh, luckily, they 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 took it. So they're still working on Coins of Judas. Um, they're looking for a new artist, uh, but I'm just not associated with the 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 book the book anymore. Um, and I and I did that because I could have made you know I could have made the situation way worse. But I love Travis, and uh, I was like, you know, this let's just th- th- I don't want to hurt Travis. Like that that'd be a dick move of me. Like I know I I'll 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 be able to get through this. So. Um, so yeah, I just, I wanted to make sure I could protect Travis in that, in all of that. Yeah. And to my knowledge, he, he never really disowned you or did any of that stuff. Right. Like, 
No, 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 no. He's been very good, but it, it is weird. It is we have the? It is weird though. I mean, the next day, and and you know, and I've said it, and I've told him like it hurt my feelings. Um, but like the next day, he's got to pander to people that were rude to me. He's got to yeah. be all jolly good with you know all the band of bards creators. He's got to have them on his show. He's got to you know talk with Blake's Buzz, and it's like. All the people that called me all those horrible names and all those mean, all those mean things, and the people that I absolutely just hate. The next day, I go on his Twitter and I can see that he's like, "Hey, you're doing such a good job. Oh, I love you, man." Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I under, I, I see what he's doing. I get it. It's totally, it's totally okay. It still hurts. And so, like, you know, he does a creator hangout, and I used to get the link every single time to go on. I can't go on now because. Then the people there are going to be like, whoa, Travis, you're still with Tyler. He did the thing. And then I'll probably go in guns blazing and be like, I hate all of you guys. I got screenshots. So, yeah, it, we're just uh, I mean, we talk every day. We still talk like we were talking like for like an hour today. So, like, our relationship isn't necessarily strained, but like publicly, like we can't really go near each other. Yeah. So we've said it like a, a probably a million times in this half an hour, but the big culmination of this, the the canceling, if you will, was when Band of Bards killed the book. Yeah, and uh, I remember this moment very well. Uh, I won't get into why because uh, that's private, but the book that yeah, like you said, the book got canceled, and then you did the right thing and gave over ownership and all that. Did they give you? A, I mean, you kind of said earlier, but did they give you a, a more specific reason was it really just like hey you doubled down and we think you're an asshole or yeah that's really what it is and i recorded the not the asshole part they were very the, the it was a very professional phone call and i have it recorded i've listened to that thing like 10 times um like not to go after them but just to like f- you know find some meaning into like what happened like understand it really was just like hey we're getting a lot of heat and it's bad for the brand because like people go tyler's a Tyler works at Band of Bards and all these people and and it, it the people that Band of Bards wants like here's the thing the people who attacked me were creators it wasn't readers and so like I've always I my brand has always focused on 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 putting readers first which is why like when people are like you're never going to do business ever again after this I put out a book and like I funded in 20 minutes like my readers are 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 fine, like because I focus on my readers, and so Band of Bards, however, they they want that validation from that creator community, and you know, all you know, if ninety percent of your creators are saying, "Hey, we don't want to be part of this company because this guy's in it," I can kind of see them like like going, "Oh, like this is such a bad image for us." People are starting to tag us in it. You know, you have someone like Blake's Blood Buzz, who he had like Steve Orlando on the other day, and he, he'll, he'll get like these big Marvel and DC comic writer and artist on his show, and he's talking bad about their brand because I'm associated with it. It's just uh I get that it's optics. Um I do think it's bull- I think it's a bad business decision on their end because Travis and I book Travis and I our book was their number one selling book by like thousands of copies thousands of copies so it's like why would you so in my mind I was like in my mind I thought we were always safe because we sold the most copies of, uh, um in this company there's no way that 
that a struggling independent publishing company is going to cancel their only book that makes sales. Um, turns out they were gonna, and then I swooped in with a better deal. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really just a, you know what they said? <laughs> Actually, I can't say that because they told me in pri- I was told in private. Anyways, it was a very professional conversation <laughs> that we had. And I was told that they were shocked by how professional I was on the phone call. Like they thought I was going to be going guns blazing, but like I was very professional. I was like, I understand. I kind of saw this coming and uh, good luck to you guys. Um, and that was actually hard because I have screenshots of like, like 10 of their band of bards creators going, fuck you, Tyler, go kill yourself, blah, blah, you're awful, blah, blah. And the next day, once this is all done, they get to announce their band of bards books and when they're going into comic book stores. But like I'm the one that got canceled, so like that 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 puts a sour uh, taste in my mouth in terms of how Band of Bards dealt with. They, they said they're going to deal with those creators, but I mean, like, how did they deal with it? Like putting their book into stores. I'll say I, I don't normally go on these tangents uh, on the show, but I'll, I'm going to say this: like, they don't want people talking bad about their brand. I won't buy another Band of Bards book again because. Outside of maybe Coins of Judas, because I'm good friends with Yeah, Travis, buy, buy but, Coins of Judas. I, yeah. I, I say that whenever I do an interview, I go, listen, I'm, I will still be there. The, the day one, Coins of Judas 3 comes out, I'm the, I'm the, I'll be buying that book. Yeah, and the reason I say that is now, now I know that they will never put out a book that pushes the limit. They will never do it because the second somebody even like tickled the line, they said, oh, we're out. We don't want to do it. Get them out of here. So why why would anybody go there to push the line? Why would anybody go there to push the limit and say we're going to do something cool and unique and that really goes against the grain? That won't right. happen at Band of Bards ever. No. Well, I mean their stories are very vanilla. I mean, for a company whose motto is like inclusion, diversity, storytelling, um like all of their creators are like not diverse cuz they're all like in the LGBTQ community. Um and you know like they're like they don't have that this like we were Travis and I were pretty diverse because he's pretty liberal, I'm pretty conservative, and then I'm a I'm Asian, so I you know do I get to check that off as person of color, um, you know and 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 so it was just like yeah I mean I hate I hate talking about this 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 kind of stuff but yeah it just yeah. um it it, it kind of just sucked that it was like. For a company that's all about diversity and inclusion, I mean, all these people that have diversity and inclusion, they're they're not really about diversity or inclusion because they're not very diverse. For so, you know, you have like Blake's Buzz, who's like love love more, hate less. I've never seen more hate come out of a person than out of Blake. Um, and so I just I find it all very hypocritical. And um, yeah, like like I said, I don't talk bad about Band of Bards because like Coins of Judas is still there, and I support Travis. And like I said, I'll be there to buy issue three of coins of Judas, but like the moment they drop Travis, like flamethrower on that brand. Yeah. But I'm also blocked. So like, I can't even see what they're doing. And I'll throw a caveat out there real quick. Like I'm friend, all these people you're mentioning, I'm friendly with, I don't have an issue with, oh, no, I, I, I see know. where you're coming from. And I'm just for more for the audience than for you. <laughs> um, I see where you're coming from uh, and all that. I, I, personally disagreed with some comments that were coming out of some of these people as well. I was, I was kind of sitting back going like, uh, I don't know guys. I think we're, I, I think we're over exaggerating something here, but 
that was how I felt in the moment. Um, People and, got um, yeah. really heated about that tweet. Like it was like, I've reread that thing like a thousand times. Like, like learn Tyler. What did you say? Did I use the wrong adjective? And like, I had a creator, um, Devin or Scott, who's a band of bards. I mean, I have screenshots of him going, my day just got made seeing Tyler get canceled from his band of bards contract you know i have i have a screenshot like that i have other screenshots of him like publicly like oh yeah this is like you know he's a bad person blah blah and then like yesterday he mess messaged me and was just like hey man like you really survived this all thing good good job like blah blah you're a really good person like you and i'm like and i didn't respond but i just like i read these things i go i just spent like the whole week getting piled on you were one of the people that piled on and now you're going to be like, good job surviving that. Like go you. It's like, no, I just like lost so many friends and and, and maybe I didn't lose friends, but like the dynamic has changed with me and these friends. Like now I'm blacklisted. I can't hang out with these people. I can't like, I can't go to a con and like, like, like with some of these people, um, especially the ones who would be like, he was right. I'm just not going to say it publicly because then I'll get piled on. There's a lot of those. Um, so yeah, like I see, a, I see a message like that from Devin, and I just I don't respond because I'm like, like what do I do? Do I I mean do I, do I send him a screenshot? I go, hey, is this you? Did you say this? Did you say I'm laughing that he got canceled? Is this the same person? And um, maybe there will be room for forgiveness down the line. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people just got heated for some like that was just for some reason a very emotional day everyone was i don't know super emotional the moon was in the wrong position in space their horoscope was telling them something like i don't know (laughs) do you do you ever get the feeling that the true distaste hatred anger towards you was just the fact that you're conservative dude i hope not because i hope not because i don't talk politics on my anything public um so like if it is i mean that's if that is that's disgusting um but you know someone said that tyler has to be conservative because he's all about picking yourself up by your bootstraps and that's all that's you know that's republican shit and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) like are you kidding me like that like saying work hard and make your dreams come true that's republican shit like that like yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't. Because I'm conservative. Um yeah, I really hope it isn't. That'd be gross. That would send a message. Yeah. That would send a message to everyone saying if you're cons- I mean, there kind of already is that message. I mean, that's why Comicsgate kind of is their own thing because it's very conservative Republican people um who like got quote unquote blacklisted. Um, and they go there and they'll do their pol- political videos and whatnot. And like, I don't, I mean, I don't talk about politics on Twitter um, or on my YouTube. Like I don't, I don't want to. I'll, I'll say I don't talk politics either. I, I just don't. Um, I'm personally a very political person, but I just don't do it publicly for multitude of reasons. One, because I don't think anybody cares. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not a conservative. I'm something else, but I'm just not part of what the general consensus is. I'll put it that uh-huh. way. And I think that is the reason 
You think it was because I was conservative? I think I've seen it too many times where I think that somebody who is on that spectrum to the right is an easy target. And as soon as they trip over their own foot or do something even a little bit bad, it's dogpile time. It's time to prove that we're the true, mm-hmm. we're this, you know, we don't stand for these people and all this. And I just, I think that a lot of people in comics, I think a lot of people in entertainment really want to be in politics, but have chosen this as their medium to get their to get their message. You know, it's it's crazy because my my I had a friend say the same thing is like I wonder if they're dogpiling because you're conservative. And I was like, where are they getting that tweet though from? Like, like where are they getting that from? My my personal and I even had someone say like, oh, you can tell that you're a Nazi just from your um your profile on Twitter. So I did a screen record of my Twitter profile and I I scrolled to through five days worth of content and I was like. I don't see one thing that would mention any of my political um, beliefs. And it's like, I don't talk about it. I mean, if someone were to really like the people who know me, they know I'm not, I'm like, I have some, I have, you know, I have very, I have some conservative values, but like politically, like I hate like 99% of Republicans and like 99% of like Democrats. Um, in fact, like I might vote Democrat this year. Cause I might vote Democrat in the next election because like I'm, like I'm not very, you know, talking about politics. Like I'm not. I'm like looking at all the Republican candidates right now. I'm like, this isn't good. Like this is like this isn't good. I'm not liking this. I'm not liking our choices this year. And so, it's like I'm one of those middle ground people. In fact, like that's why I don't do journalism anymore because I thought journalism was 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 showcasing both sides of the story. And the paper I worked at, they were like, hey, we're this is during Trump's election. They go, hey, we're. I was like, hey, our front page should be like. These are all the pros and cons of Trump. Here are the, all the pros and cons of like Hillary. And then we can like let our viewers like, you know, figure out the policies and stuff. And they're like, no, we're pro Hillary paper. And I went, you can't be pro anything because we're the newspaper. Like we're the, we're journalists. We're not pro anything. Like we, we just tell everything. They go, no, no, no. They go, no, no, no. Like we, we vet all of our opinions and like are these stories and we make sure that it's all slanted. I go, Oh, but like, but we're not supposed to do that because I watched a show once and they like, were like, you don't do that as journalists. And they're like, no, we, we do. And I went, then I don't think I can do this as a career anymore. And I, and I left. Tyler, as somebody who went to journalism school and has a degree, you are right. Yeah. That's I, I, why I don't work in journalism. I have a degree in journalism too. And when I got into it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Have you seen the show, the newsroom? Yes. I thought that's what it was like. Like we will be better than everyone else now. <laughs> I love that show. And yeah, unfortunately I cry during that show. Cause I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be like. And then it was like, not like that at all. Um, and that saddens me. Cause I, I, uh, yeah, that's that I'm a huge believer of journalism and I'm a big believer of talking to people of different faiths and beliefs and 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 getting down to like even if you don't agree like let me at least talk with you and it was just sad it was when journalism was like we don't do that and i didn't like that and and so um with my you know in comics it's kind of getting to that right it's it's really getting to that um, Mm -hmm. in in the entertainment space where it's uh, like you can get blacklisted and um i mean yeah i'll probably i'll never work for marvel and dc just because one person said i voted for trump it's, I said earlier, I have friends 
diverse friends on the superficial standpoint. I also, like, I'm in upstate New York. Like, people may not know this, but, like, walk down my street, it's a bunch of Trump signs. Um, I know a lot of Trump people. I know a lot of super liberal people. I, I'm friends with a lot of different people. Like, it's... You can coexist. Yeah. Like, we can all be friends. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I tweeted, I was someone in during this like whole hashtag thing. One of the people, his name is Chris Tomasa. And he was like, Hey, I don't, he's like, Hey, I don't, he goes, are you going to attack me on your show? And I went, no, like you're allowed to have your opinions, dude. Like I love, I, he's like, I don't know why you're following me, Tyler. And I was like, dude, I like that you post stuff that I disagree with because I've changed my viewpoints on several things because of you. So I'm like, I'm really grateful that like you have diverse opinions. I want to, and I'm glad that we can coexist. And his response was, but I don't think we should coexist. And I was like, Oh, well then we'll then go fuck yourself, Chris. Like, (laughs) well, in that case, go fuck yourself. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's very sad that in even the convict community where we should be celebrating, like where we should be talking about, you know, all these cool superpowers and whatnot and all these cool storylines are just so fixated on what people are, who they vote for and stuff. Very ugly. Yeah. Well, I mean, so not that it's blown over per se, but now that we're kind of past it a little bit, I mean, we talked for two seconds about your Kickstarter going on right now. I I think you're fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're almost at $10,000 right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was always going to be fine. Like I I was, I said this, I I told, uh, I said this on my live stream. I was like the day before I did it, I had a content. I paid someone. Uh, like a big YouTuber, I paid them too much money so they could teach me how to, you know, do YouTube better. And, um, they were like, they're like, they, I gave them like the keys to my channel. They analyzed everything. And I go, Tyler, all your commentary stuff that that gets views. And I was like, but I don't want to, I was like, but I want, I was like, I like that, but I want to do these kind of videos. And they said, well, you should start a new channel from zero and do those other videos on that channel but keep your draw and talk to your commentary videos because people like your unabashed opinions and it's very tied, tied to your Twitter. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. And so when this thing happened, I was like, okay, fine. You know what? I'm just going to start giving my opinions now even more frequently than you guys thought of. And I'll just put all this other vanilla content over here and I'll do all the heated stuff here. So yeah, like I'm fine. My, yeah, my Kickstarter is almost at, at, at 10 K um, yeah, I still have a publishing deal with Antarctic press. Um, I just packaged 500 books yesterday to send out to people. My online store just like, like I was, my, my, my plan was, was to, was to always be independent. Well, my plan was always to be independent. Um, and so when they, and when I signed on with band of bards three years ago, I kind of knew that like, at some point we were going to have a disagreement. We, like I just think I just knew like there was gonna like something was gonna happen eventually. Um, I just really hoped it wouldn't because of how well we were we've been working for the last couple of years. Um, so yeah, like my plan is always to be independent, and um, you know this is blown over. Nothing's really changed. I, I got five hundred. I got seven hundred new followers that day. <laughs> of all people, who, and it's like. It's like people who agree with me. So it's not, it's like, oh, great. Like, like, did this hurt me? Like, like, who, like, did it hurt me? 
I did a podcast yesterday and they were like, Tyler, like it hurts you from getting opportunities. And I'm like, what opportunities? Was I even going to want them? Chances are probably no. So yeah, this doesn't hurt. It hurt my feelings. I also, <laughs> I, think that's what it did. I also think if you gave it a few years, maybe not even that long and went for a publishing deal down the line, nobody's going to remember this. No, no, no one's going to, I, you know, I tried telling Banda bar. Like, well, Here's the thing that ha- no one's talking about that hashtag anymore. No, I told Banna Bards. I was like, dude, don't do that. I was like, guys, don't do this. Like, this is going to blow over in a week. No one's going to give a crap. Like the new thing now is someone posted about like, there has been three big viral moments in the, like, since it, like there was a tracing one, there was a race bending one and a gender bending one, all three of which I think were worse than what I said. And like, like so there it's Twitter. There is gonna be a dog pile every day of of something. And so like I was like, don't react. I was like, guys, don't react to this because this is gonna be this is this is actually a nothing burger. And these people don't even buy your books anyways. So they're not your customers. Um, but yeah, they they chose it. So yeah, it's a it's a it's one of those things where it's a nothing burger that blew over. Um I told Antarctic Press, I was like, yo, this is what happened, and he just laughed. The guy just laughed. He goes, okay, well, when you're finished with your other books, you can, we'll just sign them. Like we'll sign your other books immediately. So you're, you're, you're good. So like, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. So I I know you got a hard out, so I'll just give you real quick. Do you have any closing comments on the whole thing or. Uh, I haven't, I, on my closing, I think I just hope I wish people be a little nicer. (laughs) I, I, I think I I wish people would be um a, a little nicer, like for people who preach like empathy and stuff, like they're very non-empathetic. They're very non-empathetic and they're very okay with ruining people. They're, they're okay with ruining people's lives. And then the next day going and living their day. Like, like I think that's why I was so like, I was so angry. I was so I was super angry over the weekend. My wife was like, "You need to calm down," but I was like, "I'm gonna burn this shit to the ground." Like, the reason why I was so angry is because these people spent maybe like a couple hours of their day to get angry, and then they canceled me, and then the next day they get to move on with their life, and now. But I don't get to move on with my life. I now have to deal with the repercussions. I have to deal with the loss of a publishing deal. I have to lot. I have to deal with the fact that I just lost X amount of money that was guaranteed in my pocket, um, and now I don't get that. Um, and and um, these people will just do it again and again and again to people. And it and 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 I'll say this: if you open the door to cancel someone, you're also opening that door for yourself. Um, these these people, I mean, I was telling Travis this, was, and I love Travis. I was like, dude, like, I see you pandering these people. I totally understand it. There's going to be a day where they're going to backstab you, like they'll backstab you to get an inch forward in their career. So take that what you will. Um, but yeah, the, I just think people need to be a little nicer and more empathetic. Coming from the guy who lacks yeah. empathy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say to add to that something we used to say a lot more on the show. Maybe I need to get back to saying it again is be better. Like, yeah, just be better. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if the guy who you hate, I don't care if the comics gate guy said this thing, or if the guy 
who you think it has the wrong politics of this thing, be better than them. Yeah. Like, just do better. Yeah. And so, uh, be better at business, guys, because you can make <laughs> a lot more money if you got better at business. <laughs> there he is doubling down again. There is my doubling down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've gone on four shows, and at the end of every show, the person's like, uh, you didn't really apologize like I thought you were. And I was like, I, I didn't, I don't plan on apologize. I didn't apologize then. I don't plan on apologizing. Now. No. And I, I told, and speaking to the audience, I told Tyler beforehand that I wanted to have an honest conversation and this wasn't going to be a gotcha moment. And that we were just going to talk about what happened and it I didn't really matter that. if I agreed or disagreed or I wanted an apology. That wasn't what this was about. Um, and I hope that's what we did. We did. Um, you did a great job. So, uh, before we take off, though, Tyler, um, if anyone out there wants to follow you, uh, where can they find these spicy tweets and whatnot? <laughs> yeah. If you want uh, tweets on how to get better at business and marketing and uh, so that you don't have to let comics break you, go to uh, at Tyler underscore C underscore world. That's where um, I'm most active is my Twitter. And then I come out with uh, weekly YouTube videos. We do live streams and we have a silly goose time there. And it's uh, drawn talk. Uh, youtube.com slash john talk and uh, yeah that's where I, I put out you know comics on the reg so yeah go go check them out and uh pr- chris i appreciate you having me here and being it was a very good conversation it was probably my more fun ones that i've had on this subject um and i appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to uh, talk with me i appreciate you stopping by and uh to everybody out there links to tyler's content will be in the show notes down below as always so make sure to check out all that cool stuff